It's not that bad. It's just a music podcast. Yeah. The BBC are talking about the GDP. Fuck it. Miss me with that mess. Coming for the belly when we run up in your address. Get caught sleeping. Take the money from the mattress. Man, know the roads. There's no need for Atlas. Okay. Where do you want to start? Because there's there's two distinct sort of uh, levels of this week. There's a lot. There's a lot that happened on this week's new music podcast. Uh, yeah. Tripping balls for me. Review mostly new albums. Uh, because we're old and washed, and we need to make sure we're still listening to new music. Uh, that's conceit, uh, and we are the conceited. I'm Doc. He's Bezo. Um I, I just had this terrible, terrible heart failure. I'm like, is the Bob villain? Because the Bob villain was the Joker, yes? Bob villain was the Joker. Your pick was Hermitude. Yeah. My pick was Ocean Grove. And I was just like, that Bob Villain album is a 2022 album, isn't it? It's, it is eligible, and I just had to quickly check. But yes, let's start with Hermitude. Let's start with Hermitude. Which- um, uh, my overwhelming... So my, the one, my one-line review is, this can't be what you were hoping for. Nope. No, this is much closer to Rufus to Soul than sort of old-school hip-hop, big beat Hermitude. This is insipid. It's it's completely bloodless, you know. It's it's not unpleasant, but it's just it just doesn't it doesn't stick. Like you couldn't like f- five seconds after the album ended, I, you couldn't I couldn't tell you anything about it. It just wasn't. Nope. It was just nothing. There, there were there was no no beat like um the bomb the bass album popped up in my feed, which is not like uh, not bomb the bass version but the cruder and Dort, that k and d sessions right i was gonna say bomb the bass were themselves um kind of much more big beat uh, much more of a big beat act but like late 80s because they did yeah. um oh they did all kinds of stuff they, they did the theme oh, most notably for omega nerds they did the theme that got used for xenon 2 the shoot 'em up game which is probably the first example of of then charting music getting used in a computer game uh of course, they did Bug Powder Dust, which is probably the most the highest profile. Yeah, Bug yeah. Powder Dust, which is like I, I was thinking about the Crew and Dorfmeister sort of K and D sessions version of Bug Powder Dust, and how that was a very blissed out, slow, uh, ketamine affected. But yeah, but but there's like a heap of stuff that just pops up in my head, and I find myself humming twenty years after that album was brought out. I don't think there was anything that I was humming from this album a day after it came out. Now this this album didn't uh, stick yeah. at all. I just didn't album didn't stick with me at all. I can't even. It, it, it's probably because you know when you when you pull apart these songs, they're just nursery rhyme level pop songs. You know, it's just a little generic vocal line and a little generic beat, and it's it is it's a little bit like that Swedish house half ma- house mafia album from last. It's not the exact same genre, but. Is like this is so cretinously simple that it doesn't sustain itself. There's nothing to it. It is the McDonald's French fry. It's like, oh, this is tasty for a moment, and then it disappears. Yeah. So, I, I, I guess I've just got to give up. Uh, the, unless they decide to do a, um, it's just like no, let, let's do one. Let's go back to our core. Let's go back to who we were, sort of stuff. I think this is who Hermitude are now. They yeah. are Rufus, Rufus de Luna. We're probably making hey, a lot more money for it because. Oh yeah, like like I said, this will this will go. Um, you know this this will go um, 
great on. I don't want to be on any bar, rooftop or otherwise, that this that this music is being played in, because I'll I'll fall asleep in my beer. Yeah, f- falling asleep in a rooftop pool is probably yes, <laughs> you probably yes. get squashed. Hell of a way to dis- to, to get <laughs> to get murked on the internet, killed by yeah. hermitude. Um, yeah, so. Let's move on, shall yeah, let's we? Jump to, to the other- well, I was going to say, let's jump to Bob Bob Villain because you did bring that up earlier, and, and I have to say that um, with Hermitude, you know, it didn't stay with me for five seconds after after I listened to it. Bob, this Bob Villain album stuck with me more than anything else we listened to this week. It was it it was probably because the the lyrics, the content is just so brutal. You know, it's 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 got so much you know urgency and energy to it. That um, I found myself thinking about little sna- little bits of lyrics that um, that uh, these guys dropped um, for for quite a while afterwards. If there's a better album than this this year, this year is going to be fucking awesome because this is an absolute fucking banger of an album. It is, isn't it? Um, it, it fucking really is. Like. You know, uh, I don't really want to go quoting lyrics, but there's just so they've got so lyrics. much shit to say. Like, I think the perfect example of it is Pretty Songs, which is like this starts off with this little acoustic, you know, I can sing a pretty song, but you know, fuck that, and then it just turns into fucking white folks only only like Martin Luther because he held hands and prayed while they bombed his buildings, and then they killed him anyway. So fuck non-violence, and if any fucking pissant the liberal lefty cunt wants to tell me not to punch Nazis, they can go fuck themselves. It was just, it's just such a brilliantly passionate, angry. This might be over the top, but. This album gave me such Rage Against the Machine first album energy feels. It just felt like it had that rage, that control, no, no, no pun intended, but it had that intelligent, erudite, well thought out, but passionate rage against the state of the world and all of the fucked things, that, particularly in Britain, that the Tories have done, that society have done, that the cops do to young black kids, that, that you know, society, you know, feeding... It often brings up the idea of you know killing kids with two pound chicken and chips. Yeah, you know the whole the whole thing is against young black and young young black people, um, and that almost kind of excuses there isn't quite a lot of you know drugs and guns chat on this, but it's not to fucking it's not to venerate it, it's not to not to celebrate no, it. It I- is we do this because we have no fucking choice because the Tories are cunts. Let's go dig up Maggie and ask her where the milk went, like a throwback to yeah. 1984 when Maggie Thatcher. Closed all the mines that, that, and, and, and withdrew free milk from public school. That, that was one that really stuck with me. It's just like just to sum up the oppression of the, of the uh, black underclass in Britain yeah. over the last however long. Yeah. But but even uh, like the, the fact that he's blending uh, a PSA with a protest song yeah. in um, health or, uh, health as well. Yeah. It's like, you've, you've, got to, well. you've got to be healthy in order to run from the cops because a, 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 yeah. a pig can't kill what a pig can't catch. It's like, can't catch. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, but doesn't that feel like fucking Zach de la Rocha? That is just such. Oh. That, that, and I'm, I'm just using him because he was just. Uh, when we were teenagers, he was the most strident, singular protest voice about. about um, police oppression and um, capitalism and, and, you know, 
minorities being killed and repressed and that sort of stuff. And that's that's really the the, the strongest comparison I can bring to it because and it's not not necessarily just because they're in a vaguely similar genre. This is much more the the rock parts are much more punk than uh, Rage Against the Machine were. And to be fair, the, the, these guys are much they they play in, in much more different genres than Rage Against the Machine. I mean, Rage Against the Machine song pretty much you know. That first album sounded roughly the same end to end, whereas these guys are playing with everything from dub to punk to grime to dancehall. You know, there's there's one track that sounds like it could have been from the from the glory eras of mid nineties Britpop, except it was a song about a guy who sold guns and wasn't wasn't too bothered that they were being used to kill other people's children. Like you know that the the term spit lyrics. You yeah. know, which is not so much the the spittle bit, but the fact that it's you know the invective spit like the, a machine gun. The, yeah, like the just just you know you can feel the heat coming off. And I listened to this on headphones this week, and I could feel the air being compressed into <laughs> my ears as the lyrics came out of the headphones because it was that real explosive, yeah. like the feeling behind, uh, you know, his voice was just amazing. Yeah. Now, there's so much urgency in this album. It's so, and this is the thing is that, you know, a lot of people, the current fucking album of the week sort of thing, you know, people are getting very excited about the latest big, big label fucking hip hop artist who's dropped an album, whatever. This is the most urgent and essential album that we've listened to this year. Yep. You need to, you need to listen to it. It will stay with you. There are songs on it that will upset you. There are songs on it that you will, that will, that you will just end up fucking air guitaring to. It's, it's really fucking. Worth your time. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, uh, like I'll just be shocked. I'll be shocked if we get something better than this 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 year. Yeah, uh, what um, I liked about it was, what? was that, is that even though they were running from very different, you know, the, in genre they were doing all kinds of different shit. He'd stitch the ideas together. Like he'd often like bring in an idea and then expand on it. Like the, the killing kids with two pounds chicken and chips was an idea he floated in one song and then picked it up and expanded upon it in, in health as well. And he did that again with a, with a few other ideas. The turn off the radio, which is you know actually a fucking a rage against the machine lyric. Uh, and the thing is that there was also these little subtle hat tips to, to the legends of the, of the craft. Like, take that. The opening, the lyric is actually framed off an old public enemy track. It's framed off um, Take the Power Back. Because you know, Elvis was a hero to most, but it, it never meant much to me. Most of my heroes don't appear in those stamps. He took that lyric and he actually, he basically reformatted it, but sort of kept it. You know, Elvis was a, you know, Elvis was a heroist, but he never meant shit to me because the fucker was whack and he never had a hot track and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, if, if he'd, uh, if he'd said that about the Beatles, then I probably just would have laid down yeah, and, said, and died album, straight album of the, This year, this and every following year, yeah. yeah. Nah, really good album, uh, really good album. Mm. But being a joker, it doesn't count as our album of the week. <laughs> So it comes down to Ocean Grove to decide whether uh, who gets the Joker this week. Okay, so what 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 is that? What is Ocean Grove the knockoff? What blink, blink. what is really what is a, a really good review? Because my first lyric, my first line was what? Just what? Because I've not heard anything out of Australian indie or Australian anything that sounds like this. These guys sound like fucking '80s Chili Peppers meets fucking I don't even know. It's almost like. If Filter were like a pop punk band, it's got that huge wall of electronic guitar that Filter would use, but they're doing like climbing melodic fucking pop punk songs. Uh, it doesn't sound like anything that 
that I that I could think of that's in the kind of zeitgeist of of what I understand Australian you know young person music to include. Um, yeah. And I really liked it, even though it was cheesy as fuck. I did not. You didn't like I, it. I, I, no, I, I thought I, I thought it was sort of knockoff. Blink 182, but I just don't know Blink 182 well enough. No, that's, I mean, y- yes, maybe in terms of approach. I mean, pop punk is a big genre, but that I just haven't heard of a pop punk band that actually sounds like they've been, like they broke into Robert Patrick's house and stole all these filter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. No, I, I, I uh, really, it was like, you know, filter or a pop punk band or if Andrew WK could, could write a song. I mean, it's just, it's all, you can see little bits of other stuff, like there's, um, like the, the verse of, of Bored, which is the song they did with the Dune Rats, um, there's a little bit of almost kind of um, Nevermind Nirvana creeping in there. And there's, you know, this hit me up as is, is kind of pervo Prince areas. And the last track sucks, but that's probably because they sound a little bit like Smashing Pumpkins doing sad shit. But um, no, this is this is an absolute guilty pleasure album for me. I, I thought this was wonderfully cheesy, but, um, you know, you can always take a lactase pill if, you, if you're having this much cheese. There's something about this that, that absolutely absolutely tickled me um, because it was just it was just gratuitous fun and they just love uh, piling I, on I, bigger and bigger riffs and shouting a lot and you end up singing along to these moronic fucking choruses and you think oh, fuck you're 44 years old you can't be doing this but I'm doing it it's my kitchen I'll fucking air guitar it if I want to I think I probably would have been a little bit more uh, generous to this album if I didn't have the Bob Dylan one to go back to because every time I listened to either of these albums this week, I was like, well, I'll give a couple of tracks a go and then it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go start that Bob Dylan album again from the start because... because I found they, the, like, those two actually worked really well together because they were perfect counterpoints to each other. One had absolutely nothing to say and one had everything to say, but, you know, after a while, you know, you... you, you Sometimes you have your ear chewed off by somebody who's having a bad time. You just want to go and listen to a bunch of kids bang on about getting off their shops. Uh, well, it sounds like I'm you're more enthused about your album than I'm enthused about my album, so we'll give the week to you. As well, well. I, I genuinely really like that Ocean Grove album. I mean, I listened to it again today, yeah. and I was like, I know it's cheese, but... It was fun cheese. It was, it was, you know. Sometimes all you want is just generic cheese, and it was, it was great. It was, it was the thing is that it, it made me happy because it, it was so different to what I understand the mainstream of Australian indie pop to be. Like it's, it's not that yacht rocky shit. It's just not there. It's so much more fun. Um, and I really like Filter, and I quite like Pop Punk. And you know, having the two mashing up against each other is actually kind of fun. But yeah, I'll take the dub. What have you got new for this week of the whatever of whatever it is? So, I sort of think of a lot of the Scandinavian, you know, heavy stuff that we listen to, a little bit like, um, you know, like like a Viking celebration, you know. Where- yeah, that culture does come through. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> like you know, we, hedonism. Well, There's certainly a, certainly a you know drink and eat and and go off and have it off and and generally have a good time for not not for a long time. But there there is another side to the Vulc- the Viking culture, right? Which is the mysticism, the the you know the ancient runes, uh, the yeah the 
believing that the the, the sky is going to fall on your head to to reference a bit of asterisk, but you know that that mysticism, usually female, um, that's that that sort of respect for the mystic, and I've always thought that Roy Scott was the that side of the Scandinavian culture, like they're a little bit. Um, I don't know, they're, they're electronic for a start rather than being, you know, big guitar-based. But uh, I, I just thought they repre- represented that side of the culture extremely well. So they've got a new album out called Profound Mysteries, strangely enough. Um, How the fuck do you spell that? Yeah, oh, the band name? Yes. R-O-Y. Yes. K-S-O-P-P. Right, not Roy Scott, as in a bloke called Roy, no. whose last name is Scott, which is what I was looking for. It's it's, uh, it's Roy Scott. Mm. Are these From Danish cunts? No, Norwegians. Norway, yep. With their warm, inviting take on downbeat, Norwegians who are rare scoop and survived the electronic boom of the early 2000s. I didn't realise it was like the subprime mortgage crash to become one of the most enduring electronic acts of their time. Yada, yada, yada. It goes on forever. Yes. I'm guessing they didn't write this. They definitely didn't write this. My bio goes for eight (laughs) dense fucking paragraphs. Yeah, they've been around for a while. It goes longer than one of their fucking albums. Uh, And their their album is called Profound Mysteries and looks like a – has the very kind of Chemical Brothers album cover, interestingly enough. It does, doesn't it? It is a little bit Chemical Brothers. It does. It looks a little. It, for some reason, that really makes me think of the Chemical Brothers. Uh, it's fifty-one minutes and two seconds long, and it is. I really it's like. Probably very different to I a really lot of liked, other Norwegian bands that we've listened to, like I don't know, fucking everything. Those, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Turbo Negro was the, the the most Norwegian band we've ever listened to. Um, yeah. All right then. So risk, risk, risk. Up, up, is in the playlist um, for this week. Well, what does that give me? Because that has thrown me a slight bit ball because I, I had assumed you were going for a different album this week, so I'm, I have to change my plan. I will go for Them Black Keys, who have a new album out. Mm, it's just dropped. Yeah. Um, a little bit obvious, but, you know, gotta, you got to do it. If Black Keys drop a new album, you need to listen to it, and we shall do that. I Figured that that would probably be where you would head. It so. is now. It wasn't necessarily going to be, but we will run with that because it's a better match with. It's a better match with. Um, Dropout Boogie is the new album by the Black Keys, and uh, it has a guest spot by Billy F. Gibbons of the ZZ Tops. So there might be some dirty old <laughs> electrified blues being played in uh, in that particular trial. Oh crap! I put it on the wrong fucking playlist. Oh, good work, Dick Hole. I'll put, it, I'll put it on the mixtape. So the entire of this re- this album is on the mixtape. So that, you know, it must be pretty good. Um, let's not do that. Oh, that Andy Cooper album's gone dark on Spotify. Spotify's just weird how some stuff just disappears for a while. Uh, I, I guess back. it's licensing. I mean, Andy Cooper releases so much stuff. I wonder what he's, you know, what he's... He probably has to pay the fucking bills to keep it on there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's on like, like on stop. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, do you, there's a little, little note saying you can find, still find it on my SoundCloud. All right. So, um, I get the, I get the yoker. I get, I get the, um, weird Serbian dude riding around with a, on a horse with a weird helmet. 
I'm going to go for... Let's do it, Kendrick. Let's do it. Oh, my God. I mean, we have not had anything positive to say about We've done a couple of Kendrick albums. Haven't been for a while because he hasn't dropped anything for a while. We have generally not been interested in his mumble rap bullshit, but the internet is banging on about how fucking, oh, the new Kendrick just dropped five fire emojis. Fucking, you're white and you're from Brisbane. Why the fuck do you care about fucking, anyway. Um, Go, go, go. Go and listen to the Bob villain. villain. Album. Yeah, it's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Go and listen to that. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to reply to all these people and say that before I recorded the podcast because we try not to tip our hand as to what it, what we think of the albums yeah. to each other because it's funnier to actually work it out in real time. But um, I did. I did actually give in to culture, popular culture, this week. Oh, never, go, never do that. And go onto YouTube and try and understand. What the fuck that trick was? <laughs> oh, that's just something and the fucking Memphis fans say. It's just yeah, no, it's 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 a song from um from a movie. It's from Hustle and Flow. Mm. So it's also really problematic for a bunch of white people from Memphis to be saying whoop that trick. It's like, um, what do you think the fucking origins of that statement are and why don't you think that mm. might be appropriate for you all? Uh, but it, the thing and it was funny that, that Steph Curry said our game plan is to whoop that trick and then they got beaten by lots and then heaps. Especially since Curry is like the least trash talking person. It was so it was <laughs> out of character and that's why it's gonna stay out of character because that was a really bad fucking turn. Uh, funny. Th- thought he, he thought it was going so well. Anyway. So yeah, so this week's albums are all new. Uh, we've got the Black Keys. We've got your profound mysteries from Earth here, and we've got um, that Kendrick. I just want to finish with I. Want that, that's to Kendrick see Lamar, the- by the way, not Anna Kendrick. In case you were wondering, <laughs> and everyone's just calling him I Kendrick. Wa- I want to see. Oh, the, uh, oh wow! His photo on on Spotify is him with asleep in a chair with a crown of thorns on him because apparently he's Jesus. Oh, oh God! Good on you, brother, uh, Mister Morale. And the Big Steppers, 18 minutes, 18 songs long. One hour, 13. Oh, I'm regretting this. Oh. Oh, shit. This might be a once through and bezo it lightly job, but let's give them the time of day because the streets demand it. And sometimes you just have to give into the hashtag content. Uh, it's a double just, album. Just, oh, God, he's disappeared up his uh, own ass. Oh, this is going to be fun to dunk on. Uh, I, I do. They are from the same part of the world and they share reasonably similar politics. I would like to see a Bob Villain and Gentleman's Dub Club mash uh, collaboration. Thank you very well, much. Well, there was a little we bit of dub on that album. There's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can, you can see The them. thing about Bob Villain, though, is that they... Um, they have they're very very um, like they don't they don't want to talk about where they're from and you know what their backstory is and the, and they mm. aren't signed to a label they're entirely independent they're basically just doing this off their own bat they just only do gigs that will pay them you know enough money and, and it is extremely fucking you know self made and all this sort of shit so it's um I'm not sure if they do collabs with other people because I think they just you know they're, they're just in it for to they're a bit too fucking serious to be hanging out with a bunch of um. To be hanging out with the gentleman's dub club, doing um doing that sort of shit. Might be too many white people in the room. 
Yeah. All right, Doc. Lovely to talk to you. I'll um, catch you on the flip side. We shall. See you later, folks. See ya. I'm not going to see any of you people. This is a fucking this is a podcast. Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me because the fucker was whack. Plus he hated blacks and he never made one hot track. Straight facts. I know they're going to hate that, but the bars low light. Take that, motherfucker. Take that. I don't play, don't ramp, and none of my heroes appear on a stamp. Over five pound note, give Churchill statue the rope and see if it floats. Let it sink off coast like the economy sinks. But the plan for the future is to eat more, sleep less, work for longer, be poor. Set goals you can barely reach for. Blow what's left on a beach holiday. Is that Churchill washed on the seashore? Have you used up all the Windspool whiskey yet? Because we have to. No, no. Oh, no need to send any more then. No. I'm saving it for the Celtics Championship. Yes. <laughs> well, if they win, we'll have to get you some Irish whiskey. That's basically it. Yeah, that's right. Fucking fake Irish bullshit. Yeah, at Jamison's um, or so- something, you know. Something for- no, we'll just get you the big bottle of Baileys. Here you go. Bit of grandma juice.